Welcome back to another episode of On the Bench with Beak. This is episode number 42, and I am your host, Cody Beekman, and with me, as always, is Daniel Beattie. How's it going, everybody? Ross Mormeyer. Hey, what's up, guys? And Bryce McMillan. How's it going, everybody? Today, we have finally decided to bust out our fan poll plus five most hated players list. Yes, we are going to be getting high on animosity. We're going to be talking about all the guys that we absolutely hate. But first of all, let's start it off with Hockey Day in History. So, Daniel, what do you have for Hockey Day in History? Ooh, I got a juicy one. You know, Cody... With me, I'm a huge hockey jersey addict, and no, uh, really. <laughs> so I thought what was really interesting about today in uh, well this time of year, I should say, on December 29th, 1955, in a game between the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs, the NHL officials were wore new vertically striped black and white sweaters for the first time oh is that what you got there that's what i had for you guys there oh don't you know (laughs) don't you know you sound like uh what is it bobby world uh bobby world's mom almost yeah oh don't you know oh don't you know jeez yeah. That's the that's the Montreal that's the Quebecer speaking the English. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double decker. Double decker. Oh, he's, go, he's going from Wisconsinese to you know Colorado, Coloradan. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I always wondered if for <laughs> French it was weird seeing the uh, habitants become the avalanche because the short form is almost the same pronunciation. It's like they went from the abs to the abs and it's like if they were French it's like, oh yeah, the abs, the abs. It's like which what are you talking about? I can't I can't yeah. <laughs> which, which team are you talking about? Oh the abs it, of course. Yeah. You've got peanut butter in your mouth. I can't I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well that there goes all of our listeners Oh God, no, no, no. I mean it I Bye. mean it with just just a good jab and just joking, but hey, we love all you Quebecers up there. Uh, oh, we love the the French Canadian. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a, that's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so uh, vertical stripes instead of the horizontal, uh, the the, uh, the old switcheroo, I suppose. Yeah. I... I actually don't know what they wore before that. Maybe it was just like a big red jersey or something. I no clue. Well, I, yeah. I know I, I know for a long time that they would just wear tan kind of like sweaters, oh, yeah. you know. That would make sense. The French Canadians with the poutine covered in the gravy just out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Maybe we've lost all of our listeners for sure. Well, uh, no, you, you lost them and then you gained them back with the poutine uh, there, Dan. I love me some good, good poutine, honestly. Well, I love me some good uh, hockey day in history. So, uh, Ross, why don't you continue on with with another one? Well, I'm going to go with uh, December 23rd in uh, 1998. Uh, Carolina's Arthur Zerbe 
uh, set a franchise record with uh, five shutouts of the season in a one in the yeah uh, shutouts of the season. Uh, just just started out uh, with a one zero win against the New York Rangers. Oh, that's beautiful, Arthur. Seriously, I just uh, if Thies was here, he'd be elated about that one. He probably would have stolen that one from you. Well, I was gonna say he probably would have had that one, bud. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bryce, what do you got there, bud? Well, speaking to Keats, I wonder what he would say about this one. Staying on the goaltender topic a little bit here. So, on this day in hockey history, uh, December twenty fourth, nineteen fifty two, Toronto goaltender Henry Lundley uh, recorded his thirty third. 33rd career shutout and the Maple Leafs 2 nothing win over the visiting Montreal Canadiens. Oh, very nice. I think we're going to keep it really, uh, I think we're going to keep it vintage here because mine's, mine's pretty vintage as well. I've got uh, December 24th, 1934, Fred Saskamoose was born in Sandy Lake Reserve, Saskatchewan. Uh, he played uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks from 1953 to 1954 and was the first Native North American to ever play for the Blackhawks, which, rest in peace, Fred Saskamoose. Yeah. And uh, which actually leads us into our next our, uh, our next portion of the show is uh, uh, over the week, we've had a, a terrible blow to the hockey community once again. 2020's grace again as Pierre Lacroix uh, passed away in Las Vegas in his home. After, get this, um, actually, uh, uh, getting over COVID and then uh, coming home from the hospital and then having a heart attack. So, um, and Fred Saskamoose passed away from COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, once again, 2020 just taking all these incredible, uh, you know, hockey names and stuff like that. I, uh, um, as, as people may have read, uh, you, uh, uh, Ray Bork, Alex Tangay, I mean, even Peter Forsberg has come, come out saying how incredible Pierre Lacroix was for them and just how he treated his uh, his players and stuff just as, like, family and friends. And unfortunately, he'll be sorely missed in the hockey uh, in the hockey community and especially the Colorado Avalanche community because, I mean, without uh, Pierre, the, uh, you know, the backbone of – so many successful seasons would have never happened without him. Yeah. So rest in peace, yeah. Pierre. Yep. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. You know, we meet all of the great memories, um, just the great lines that we had, all the players, and even being able to, you know, have our own team here in Colorado. I think it was pretty awesome in the first place. So uh, thank you, Pierre. Yeah. No, oh, he was I mean, a huge – he was definitely a huge ambassador for the sport and just like, what was it? A super Joe Sackett voice. Uh, like he said in his interview, teams would have to come prepared and ready to the table because Pierre would make them this offer that nobody could refuse. Basically he was the godfather of like hmm. hockey, honestly, like seriously, that's how he was able to get like Rob Blake and, you know, the dynamic duo of Timu Solani oh, wow. and Paul Correa and stuff. Like, yeah. literally, he he hedged his bet, but everybody always took it because it was a sweetheart deal for both teams. And that's what I always loved is that, yeah, 
if Pierre Lacroix came to the table with the abs, uh, he was going to offer you something sweet, but yeah, that sweet tooth would bite off a little bit more than uh, the other person wanted him to chew. So, um, yeah, just for, yeah, players loving him and all that, and just for the abs and the Colorado community, he's done a lot, and yeah. He's meant a lot to those players. So my hat's off to the Lacroix family. And, uh, Drew, pouring out a bit of the 40 for another fallen homie. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, just to, just to piggyback off of Ross's point, I mean, every, like in, in a position in the NHL that he had, um, today's standards are, measured by the success of that position and the acumen that you need is a little different than back then now it's also required that how well you understand the cap and the rules of the cba related to it whereas back then less of an issue more of where do you did you have the gift of the silver tongue like ross has kind of been saying and what he could sell was more of a vision getting players to go there and i mean gosh if it's it's hard to imagine that you'd think of ray bork timu solani or paul korea in anything but a boston or ducks jersey respectively and he was able to make that happen and wow right like that's yeah impressive in itself so tip of the cap stick in the tap no yeah Sorry, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, just, just like you said, I mean, uh, you got to kind of wonder why Joe Sackick is such a good GM now, you know, mm. because of Pierre, you know, and well, the, what, he, what he could do, uh, what he did do. So I got to say uh, thank you, Pierre, and rest in peace, my friend. On a bit, on a bit of a lighter note, we do now switch over to our episode of today. Uh, just, uh, just, should, should we pause? Yeah, probably, because it was a perfect stopping point. Good call, Cody. Yeah, good call. Nice Iceland jersey there, Bryce. Where'd you get that? <laughs> yeah. Snagged off Cody. I grabbed it when he wasn't looking. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy to grab things even if I am. <laughs> wow. And I do. Hey, hey, stop that. All right, now let's get to the bare bones of the show. I mean, if, if any of you listeners out there remember back a while ago, we put out a bunch of polls asking what uh, what – kind of top five you should do and you guys answered back with players we hate we also asked you guys who were the players that you hated and we got some incredible incredible responses um sounds like we had some diverse responses too buddy indeed absolutely and then yet we also i mean uh, except for the people on twitter (laughs) like everybody on twitter hates uh, todd bertuzzi which, I mean, oh, I'm not, not going to complain about. I wonder why. Oh, oh wonder no why. Wonder, wonder. Of course, you, of course, you're wearing a Canucks jersey too tonight. That's awesome, hey. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a lot I have visually <laughs> prepared for today's episode to just shit on the most hated people that I think of. So, get yeah. ready. <laughs> you've been ready for this one. I, I think f- you've, oh, you've man. definitely been ready for this one. It doesn't take uh, much to the... trigger me on this topic. A full head of steam you have right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it doesn't take much to trigger any hockey fan about the ones that you hate the most. I mean, come on Truth. now. Truth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like uh, one of my one of my favorites was actually uh, Drew Garza, you know, Blind Hawk thirty three on Instagram. Uh, one of our old uh, alumni uh, alumni is coming on the show. Uh, he's, he just absolutely hates Drew Dowdy. He just thinks he's a total cocky prick, and I love it. I love, I love hearing him talk about it. I thought that was a great one. Did, uh, do yes. you guys have any uh, have any ones you liked uh, that you saw? Oh, from our fans that I like thought were yeah. hilarious. Oh yeah, I mean, um, so we know uh, James Crosby from previous episodes. He was the goalie out in San Jose, the Bay Area. That's like the adult league uh, veteran who <laughs> described his earliest days in that like hockey bukkake. I think was it. It was like still my favorite joke of any God, guest damn. that's ever been made. And just to go on the shitposting train, like, he hates Rafi Torres. And I completely agree with that. And, like, mm-hmm. he's a Sharks fan and I'm a Canucks fan. And we both saw that guy in each of our respective teams' jerseys. And it's like, I think if I could speak for him, it's probably just a stain on our organization. Like, I freaking hate him. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, I could completely agree. I mean, Torres, I mean... Dude, that's headhunter number oh, one. God. Like that, that that guy played with no brain, and he tried to he tried to make everybody else just as brain dead as he as him. It was just absolutely ugly. It really was. I mean, there's a fine line between toughness and just trying to fucking take somebody's head off, and that he crossed it several times. Yeah. What about you, Ross? Did you see anybody there? Uh, that uh, well. I'm going to just say it right now and just get it out because, I mean, my old man will kind of be a little bit upset with me if I don't mention Darren McCarty. Um, I know that was mentioned a few times, obviously Todd Bertuzzi, and I'm going to hop on the train with Daniel um, with the Rafi Torres thing with Todd Bertuzzi because the Ducks got him. Oh, dude, we would boo him oh, even in our jersey, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, no. We, uh, if you knew hockey, you didn't like Todd Bertuzzi. We'll get to that shortly, but one of my honorable mentions was Darren McCarty. Like, he was just, oh, yeah. he was a headhunter. He would throw high hits. Um, he would try to slew late guys. I mean, you name it, he did it. <laughs> like, seriously. When you're, uh, uh, when Keith. When Keith posted that, I, I like you know I would normally ask everybody like why are you saying this? I didn't even have to ask him why. I already knew why he didn't, why he hated Darren McCarty. Like, oh yeah, pretty, no, it's pretty simple, man. Just put two and two together. Yeah, you just put the name up there, and you're just like, ah, yes, <laughs> I completely understand. But no, I'll put out Darren McCarty because yeah. As I said, that was one of my honorable men- honorable mentions, and um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't a fan in our house. There was no fans of his in our household. He had, yeah, we had a disdain for him, basically. Uh, 
that I think that's putting it light, but yeah, I'll definitely agree. What do you? What about you, Bros? What do you advise? Bros. <laughs> What's up, bro? Is that On my screen, so I was like, uh, I was like looking at both of you. So. Bros, Bryce. All right. Names are. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, on Facebook, we had Todd Sawaski, our friend. He actually decided to throw out uh, Evander Kane. Uh, you know, and I think of Evander Kane as. A guy, you know, he would really, he's a dirty guy. I just think of him as a dirty player sometimes. You know, you'll kick the back of your skate out. You know, when you're not looking, he's definitely a behind-the-play kind of guy. And so for me, I can kind of tie that in with, you know, Todd a little bit there. I agree with that. He just, you know, kind of under-skin player all game. He doesn't really care if he takes a penalty. I don't think he really cares if he gets in game misconduct. He'll just do whatever he does and kind of get it, just walk on or skate on with life, essentially. You know, that's kind of the guy he is. And so, um, but for me, uh, honorable mention, I want to throw out personally, um, because we were talking about Oscar winners, right? Shortly before we started recording, right? Oh, yeah. So I I think, I think a guy on my list who would be a fantastic Oscar winner, um, is going to have to be Corey Perry. I mean, Corey Perry, I mean, he's almost like a soccer player. You can nudge the guy and he'll like. Oh God! Like I think he broke okay. my neck. You know, he kind of got it. Maybe he'll butt, he'll butt in you and stick you right in your fucking he will. in your crotch all day long. But if he will. Something happens to him. It's like the world ends. I yeah, yeah I can. Uh, see I it. do. It I is. do agree. Well, that uh, remember Cody, the one game that we're watching with the Ducks over at your place. He took his water bottle and he squirted about half of half the water bottle in a dude's gloves. Well, he had him off, like changing him out and shit like that. Like he would, he would do shit like that, like intentionally, obviously. But the thing that is just that. so annoying about him for me too is like that type of story, Ross, just sheds light on the fact that your mindset has to be in that headspace to do that thing during the game. Where mine is more just on like I need to fucking score. And I need to figure out how my team wins. And I'm, and like yeah. his way of team winning was also spending part of his time thinking about how can I fuck with the other guys. And like, I never, I never <laughs> thought like, like that. Right. He's that's just an asshole. Too, but... <laughs> like... Yeah, that's yeah, pretty bad. Uh, and and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the hockey minute. Obviously, said Ryan Reeves. So. Basically, uh-huh. you know, you've got you've got both Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves on here, and I honestly, I, I I can't disagree with either one of them. I mean, you know, Ryan Reeves, I mean, yeah, dude, you're a goon, you're a goon, and you you act like you're you know you act like you're going to be going to the Hall of Fame at the end of your <laughs> career, but it's just it's not going to happen. Man. I'm sorry, I, you know. It's... So. What are your feels about this whole situation? I forget. It's either Jake Paul or Logan Paul. That both is of them. like those little is fucking loudmouths are, talk, are talking a bunch of shit. Uh, like both of them are Logan and Jake. I'm sorry. I, I this this pisses me off so much. I really want. I like. I mean, yeah. I'm not the biggest of Andrew Kane or uh, Ryan Reeves fan, but I would be so happy. I would be absolutely just ecstatic. To see either one of them just set, step into a ring with either one of those blonde little bitches and just uh, take their head off. I'm oh, sorry. I, I just I hate this. Yeah, I would love to see that. 
I, I feel that, oh, God, I think Ryan Reeves and Evander Kane would route both of them. Because, dude, whenever they're, they fight, yeah. they're on ice. <laughs> and they usually do boxing training, not on on skates. Yeah. So. Well, that's and that's the thing about um like Evander Kane, like everybody like on social media and stuff, they're always saying, "Oh, Evander Kane would get his ass kicked if he's not on he's not on skates or whatever." But like, dude, the thing is, he's been boxing his entire life. Exactly. Like, honestly, if he wasn't playing hockey, he probably would have been a boxer. That's, a golden glove boxer, boxer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like how. Like, I mean. Go ahead. Like, sorry. He has sorry. a little more prowess than I think a lot of like people actually give him uh, give him credit for. Where do you? No, have... he's fucking huge, dude. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Where do you? Uh, like, what other famous person in boxing do you know with the first name Evander? Uh, holy dude. Oh, guess holy who he was dude. named after. Oh. Yeah. Oh, guess what oh, his dad good. did for a living? Oh, oh yeah, and you still oh. want to take this guy on? Fuck you, Jake Paul. Did Fuck not you. know that. Did yeah, not yeah, know yeah, that. yeah. Neither did he when he's like, "Oh, who's this fucking guy?" Oh yeah, I'll take him on. I would love to see that. I would. Oh my god, because this guy has no idea that a Vander Kane would just put. He would his, fucking rout like, him. He dude. would literally make him eat his words because his teeth would be in the back of his throat, and I'd fucking love it. <laughs> then he he could actually officially be on spit and chicklet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. So I want to see it. I want to see it. August thirty first in Vegas. Oh. If I could show up, I'd pay money to go and fucking see that shit, dude. Oh, dude. Like, seriously. Oh, fuck, we drive out there, Codes. <laughs> I'd be like, I got 200 BTO hours. I'm, I'm taking off here next week to go and watch the fucking fight. <laughs> a literal death. A death. A murder in the ring. Anyway, well, somebody's gonna die. I like how. Okay, so now that die. now that we were PC, let's let's tell each other how we really feel about him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Yeah. Anyway, Logan, Jake, Paul, you uh, you better shut the fuck up. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, you um, probably better, especially with Mayweather. Not even to get off on that this rabbit trail, but with Mayweather and Conor McGregor too. They have bitten off way more than they can chew with that shit, dude. Yeah, that's dangerous. Now that we're nice and fired up, let's talk yes. about some top five most hated hockey players. Oh, definitely. Uh, who do I want to go first? I think I want, uh, yeah, let's go Daniel Beattie. So do you, like, just, should we do five each or just each take one go around? What are you thinking, man? Yeah, you know what? Let's uh, let's switch it up this time. Uh, uh, last time we uh, we went like uh, all five each in a row. Let's all go uh, five, 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 four, 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 so on and so on. Okay, so love it. So sorry, what was I supposed to do? Five, five, five. Your top five. Your your top fifth. Your fifth hate, most hated player. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll go in reverse order. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. I love it. Okay. Awesome. So um, 
I'll say that uh, my like um, top, like my fifth most hated player was um, uh, Rafi Torres. So I know that we covered this guy a little bit because it's also been some shout outs. Um, but the only thing I'll add to it that I think was kind of annoying about him as well is that uh, he had a, a reputation in the league for being a headhunter and organizations still went after him and uh, like to like uh, get his services. And it was kind of like, oh, well, when push comes to shove and I want to win a Stanley Cup, I do want their best player like out for this playoff round. And it it just seemed like a really bad place that the NHL had gotten to, to implore a guy for his services to do that. Because I just feel like there's way more creative ways to go about winning than using a roster slot to take out a top player that like helps the league overall grow as a, as a thing. So I just thought on top of Torres's reputation, just, the idea that more teams kept signing him after it was established was sickening as well. Yeah, I I, I can totally agree. I mean, if you really want, like, there's so many better ways to stop, like a you know uh, a top offenseman, you know, in in the playoffs. I mean, uh, that's that's where you go out and you get a guy like Ryan O'Reilly or you know somebody who's re- uh, extremely responsible uh, defensively. You don't go out. You don't go out and just get some. Headhunter, have the guy play like 10 or 15 games in the entire season just for when you want, want him to go take somebody's head off. Yeah. I, yeah, so I totally agree with that. All right, Ross, what's, who's your fifth most hated player of all time? Well, I'm going way back in the day. I love the guy, but I'm just going with like a league standard um, on this one. And I'm going to go with... My man, Dave the Hammer Schultz. You couldn't go in any arena back in the day without him hanging in a noose off of a hockey stick. He was, across the league, one of the most hated players in the whole entire league. But he also helped with the Broad Street Bullies with their, what was it, I think it's 74, or 73 to 74 and 74 to 75 um, Stanley Cup wing. Oh no, seventy four to <laughs> seventy four and seventy five Cup wins. Because um, they were part of. He was part of the Broad Street Bullies, and he would just mess up people. He also holds, I think, the record still for I think the most the player that has the most penalty minutes in one game or within <laughs> that season, which is like, yeah, it it was like someone in, like oh, it was within the season. It was 475 what? within that season for penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all fighting, dude. Oh, fuck. That doesn't so, surprise me. That does not surprise me one time. Yeah. But, no, I would go with Schultz because I watch old clips and they just had him as a dummy in a noose with his jersey on, just, like, just hating him, like, the whole entire time. 
That's an interesting first one to go with. Uh, I, I could imagine. You got to realize, though, too, that a lot of those flyers aren't innocent by any means, man. Oh, Especially no. Uh, Clark, nah, Clark wasn't innocent. None of those guys were, but Schultz was the most hated man, like, within the NHL for his time being when he played. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Bryce, what do you got for uh, your fifth? All right, my fifth has got to be Andrew Shaw from the Blackhawks. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I just mm-hmm. remember, you know, you know, a while ago, you know, it's probably back in gosh, 2017, I think. Um, and I think it was, in, he hit Jesper fast. He, the guy had just came across red line. He dumped the puck in. Here comes Andrew Shaw, probably two seconds later, just obliterates the guy. And I'm just kind of thinking like, that is a really late hit. Yeah. A little bit of a head hunting hit. But every time now I think of the Blackhawks, I think of Andrew Shaw more than Patrick Kane or, or Taze or any of these guys. I just think of, you know, how Shaw is and the player that he is. He can definitely stir up some shit. And if he wants to, give your, get your team and take some penalties against him too. So he's kind of an interesting player that you can never play against. So well, uh, I... definitely crazy, crazy uh, temper. And, you know, I uh, just think of that late hit he always had against uh, Jasper there. Well, I'll tell you right now, uh, that's actually my uh, fifth most hated player as well. And I've got wow. a lot of reasons for it. I've got a lot of reasons for it. I mean, you, you got this guy, is a smaller guy that uh, he does no face shield, acting like he's a big bruiser in the league, throws terrible hits all the time. The only time he actually gets into a tilt is when he wants to win nobody, uh, when the other guy's not even uh, expecting a tilt. That is the only time he will fight. That is the only time he will drop the gloves. He's got an awful temper. And the entire, like I said, the only time he'll ever fight is when the other guy doesn't want to. Then he'll skate away acting like the big, tough, uh, bruiser guy. Like, yeah, that guy don't want to fight me. I, that's because I'm on man. Hold me back, guys. Hold me back. Br- yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. hold me back, guys. Hold me back. I mean, yeah. it's just... It's disgusting, and this guy, yeah, and like just as Bryce said, I mean, he just has he has some extremely disgusting hits all the time. I mean, uh, so many times, so many times where he targets the head, I, the the and like, um, you know, honestly, if he didn't try to act like such a, uh, you know, such a big badass out there, you know, and just play the game instead of try to act act up to this uh, this attitude that he's set, and then I think he'd be a good player, but yet uh, a. The guy doesn't score enough goals to be a top uh, a top two line guy, and he doesn't even he doesn't even do the um, the responsibilities of someone who's going to come in and stick up for their team. The only time he ever wants to come uh, come and stick up for his team is when someone gets pissed off at him for a headshot that he had committed already. So yeah. I, I I I cannot stand Andrew Shaw. Oh, especially. It like he would do charging calls all the time. Once they started getting into the league, like they, he would leave his feet like nine out of ten times, and it was as you said a blatant hit or just like an uncalled for hit. Fucking, which well, that, the guy I, doesn't know actually doesn't actually know that. how to play physical. He knows he knows how to mess up somebody's world. But he doesn't know how to play physical because he can't play actually physical. All right, Daniel, 
What's your who's your for uh, your fourth most hated player then? All right. Uh, I mean, I know you guys have him ranked higher, and I think it's also kind of weird that my fourth and fifth most hated players are Canucks. Uh, but you'll find out for some reason that they occupy three of the five slots on my list, which is something that I'm just realizing, which is kind of weird. But anyway, uh, my fourth hated most player is Todd Bertuzzi. And it's for all the reasons that you guys are going to say as well. But um, the other thing I'll add to the mix, because I'll leave you guys to really go into it, because I think it comes better from like a, a fan's perspective of the avalanche but um you know as a as a canucks fan like i said for torres a, a stain on the organization um the other thing though that i absolutely hate about it is how much it reminds me of something that happened to uh, a player that i grew up in the community hockey playing hockey with uh when one of our hockey players on um, the junior varsity team named neil goss in the handshake line after a hockey game with a rival high school got sucker punched fell to the ice and was paralyzed as a result of it and it reminded me so much of what Bertuzzi did to Moore that uh, I had so many other feelings that went through me when it happened because like I was just already aware of what this was going to do to this person's life moving forward Um, and I love what Neil Goss has been able to accomplish since his accident. He's an inspiration to hockey players everywhere. Um, And I'm really, really just proud to have gone through the same hockey organization as a person, not just a player as Neil Goss is. But aside from that, I just was like very disappointed in what Bertuzzi totally premeditated chose to do and I'll leave it at that. I I mean I can't I I, I you know I agree. I I like that was fully premeditated. I mean it's obvious it, it's obvious cuz it was from it was from the hit that gave uh Marcus Naslin a concussion yeah. the last time they had met. So this was yeah. clearly absolutely premeditated and I mean yeah go out there and put the guy in the boards uh nice and clean but i mean a sucker punch and then you drive the guy's neck straight into the ice that's just ridiculous man that's freaking especially uh, he's blind now because he busted his orbital to bone all of that shit too oh my god i mean it's to go out there and uh maliciously end it in a guy's career like that is just there's no there's no room in that in the sport for anything like that Really not, and, that, and that's why most of these guys on my list are guys who try to purposely go out and hurt, hurt, hurt people. You know, yeah, like more than more than just normal. I mean, that that's like like serial killer shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And with you know Daniel's point, it was premeditated. He he knew what he was doing before he did it, and I think it's so crazy that Tyler Tuzzi still has a career or did have a career in the NHL while somebody else does not have a career in the NHL anymore. They never did after the accident and he still was able to play for gosh. And, and you know, it just, it, it just breaks me hard how that ever happened. How this can be the result of your career, but not somebody else's, how it could not be, not be over. It kind of blew my mind and being a young hockey player, watching that thing, 
that accident happened and waking up the next day hearing about uh, more and how you know, his career has changed and all these things are wrong. So it was oh, crazy to just experience that. Life. Yeah, his life, his life has changed. Yeah, exactly. His life has changed. So, so horrible mean, days in Avs fan. Yeah. And so I, I just, yeah, um, Todd uh, Pazuzzi was definitely on my list. It's good that we got him out of the way right now because we got plenty of other. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, we have not gotten him out of the way. I'll just tell you boys <laughs> that much right now. All right. Well, then, in that case, Ross, who's your uh, fourth most hated player? It's a tie. I'm sorry. I I, I couldn't decide. Um, I couldn't decide between. What is it? Uh, McSorley's hit on um, oh god, well Bershears, yes. Um, that was that painted him as just a terrible person after that. Like when he just knowingly just picked up the stick and just hit Donald Bershear right upside the head. Um, about damn near killed him, honestly. Um, he's lucky oh, to yeah. be alive. Um, and I mean. That's basically the only, and he did it in the king's uniform, which that's fine. It gives me all the reason, more reason to not really like that organization. But um, yeah, yeah, um, that that was the tie with him and Matt Cook. Oh we'll yeah, go with that. So um, Matt Cook, I, God, he would just slew lake people and just do high hits. And he just kind of what 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 oh, I oh. I don't know what I did I don't know what I did like and he ended not careers but he ended people's seasons and stuff like that for sure. Um, so many dangerous knee to knee hits all the time, man. That's all. sticking out sticking out the knee all the time. Yeah, I mean yeah uh, the Av- the Avalanche Avalanche fans have seen it with him and Tyson Berry. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, it, with Minnesota and, then, and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. right. And then, I mean, his time in, his time in Pittsburgh, he's, yeah, he's basically like his, uh, uh, to, uh, to a knee on knee hit, he is basically a serial killer, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's become so apparent. Like, like, you know, and I gotta, I gotta start to wonder, like, do these guys know how to hit, or is that what they've just been taught their, their entire lives? Yeah, just to stick a knee out and just take the other guy's leg out and just, it's all right. Oh, oh, I was it's trying to lazy skate play. and lazy your play. leg was where the ice was. And Ross, normally I like give you a lot of shit for bringing so much hate on someone who's like somehow affiliated with the Canucks. Because here again, Matt Cook played for the Canucks for a little bit. And like, yes, he did. Dude, I but... completely agree with what you're saying. I the thing is, is how in the fuck did he win a cup? Like seriously, because he was on the '09 roster. Maybe this. When, I mean, maybe like, this is part of the problem I was talking about earlier. With oh, a Matt Cooks on the Pittsburgh Penguins, we need a Rafi Torres on the President Trophy winning Canucks. Like, right? You know, like I, I agree. I completely like uh, that guy, and and. You know, I'm not he, trying to. He was give, a snake. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He he was, and there's there's probably gonna end up being a lot of guys on this list that 
fit that snake mold. I mean, continue though. But, I just well, I, I just had to agree oh. with you. I was like, this you have the hall pass to hate on a Canuck right now. Go for it for sure. Well, <laughs> oh my God, I am gonna. I take that hall pass there, son. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, um, like, as I said, it just the blatant, like, knee-to-knee hits and just, like, because that would put guys out for, like, weeks, not even for, like, you know, not even that. It put them out for a whole season because they would have to have their ACLs, their MCLs, or both replaced for that knee-to-knee hit until they put the rule in. And he would, as I said, just act like the, basically, you guys, everybody who likes soccer that might be listening to this, it's almost like a soccer player. You you hate the one guy because he's doing this, but you also love him. Like, he does some screwball shit, and he's a snake in the grass. But, yeah, they, he ends up just ending people's careers and just, God, what? What? I did nothing. I think I that's did nothing, what Hawks basically. fans would say about Andrew Shaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I would say that about Andrew Shaw, too. Like, I agree on that aspect because he... Or Boston. Even my with... cousin, he's a Blackhawks fan. He goes, I don't even know why we had him on the team. <laughs> I don't either. I told him. <laughs> I just... All right, so uh, let's move on. Bryce, uh, who's your fourth most hated uh, player there, bud? All right, so my fourth one, I'm going to bring it back again to Corey Perry. All right, oh, yeah. just for one, because I think he, I think he's a oh, whiny little easy. bitch. All right, he just, he's just a I'm whiny kidding. little bitch. <laughs> whiny little bitch. And just, I, I, think, I think just, you know, as a player, he's like a whack-a-mole arcade game, you know? He's like, you, like, you get back at him, and he pops up again, and he's talking shit to you. He's good at talking crap. You know, I'm just like, I can imagine him being the player that just gets under your skin constantly, all the damn time. And then on top of that, you know, he's, when you look at his skill set, and further than that, he's always dirty with his, with his hands, always dirty with that. Mm-hmm. So he's always around the net. He's always pushing, shoving, like, in the grind. He's so getting the garbage goals, you know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. And, you know, he was drafted, you know, you know, as high as he was, just because he was a nitty-gritty player. So I think essentially you kind of got what you asked for when you drafted him. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with Corey Perry. He's my fourth one. And uh, this last playoffs, he was kind of an abs killer. Uh, so oh, he was fucking on it. He was on it this so, last playoffs, dude. Did. So I will agree with that. Did it, yeah, I mean, as, once again, we don't see the squirting in the gloves because he's not going against <laughs> the Los Angeles Kings. But – yeah, no, he definitely knows how to get under your skin. You hate him, but you love him when you're he's on your team, yeah. like a hundred percent. He'll get you a few Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe now that he's over the hill with his uh, time as an Olympian with the hockey team, he can go for the summer Olympic diving team. You know. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah. Uh, you're, tra- you're talking about a triple gold winning player right there, buddy. Easy, easy. Uh, I know you're a Ducks fan and all that, maybe. but I, but but truly, I, I asked this as a serious question. Didn't it bother you guys as Avs fans that even going into that playoffs, knowing Corey Perry was that player, it was still effective against the Avalanche? 
Like that's oh, how well. good he is at yeah. that. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like Dallas Stars got a Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He was getting uh, he was he was taking Kadri off his game so much. But uh there was to be fair, uh after probably uh game five, you know, the abs really stopped playing and that kind of stuff and really actually dug into the game. But I mean for those for that few game stretch, man, it was it was just uh it was frustrating to see that they were, you know, really catching in on that on that kind kind of the game. Cause, I mean, the head play. Yeah, the head game. So I mean Nah, I mean that's a great that's a great number four price. Um, I, Thank you. As um, as as we move on, I think um, my number four has got to be Joe Pavelski. Oh. Speaking of the Dallas Stars, I cannot fucking stand <laughs> Joe Pavelski, man. He, uh, I, I like like I said, you know, if if Corey Perry was to win the gold in diving, I'm pretty sure Pavs could probably win the silver in fucking diving uh, right behind him, man. That guy, uh, that guy, uh, he plays it off. So, uh, he plays it, plays it up so much, man. And I, I mean, yeah, it was a shame what happened with his head. That it, yeah, he'd uh, suck at fencing. Las Vegas. Sorry. Let's get his face carved up pretty easily there, Joe, don't you? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is why I like you, Dano. <laughs> I just gotta say, he's got the most punchable face ever, and no matter where he goes, no matter when he plays, he's always an abs killer, so he's just, uh, he's, he's like public enemy number one for me, uh, when the abs play him, I just I I I really just want to see his face get fucking decked. It's like at the Catalina wine mixer or something. There's something about your face. I just want to wreck it, basically. That's exactly it. I'm I'm literally. <laughs> All right, Daniel, continue this baby on with your third. Well, so it's it's a great way to transition to three because it kind of picks up where Ross was leaving with a tie. Mine is Marty McSorley at number three because of what he did ooh, to ooh. Donald Brashear. And it's it's starting to get into mixed opinions territory because, yeah, he did it when he was on the Kings. And what's really interesting about McSorley is he's kind of like this weird goon player that follows Gretzky during his career to kind of provide yeah. some balance and stability and make sure that if you fucked with Gretzky, you were going to have to fuck with McSorley. And so... Well, and he was kind of like, not to interrupt you, Dano, but it. he was like the basically the Semenko to yeah. Gretzky when totally. Gretzky was with the Oilers because he was known as Gretzky's bodyguard throughout yeah. the whole entire, like... 80s through 90s, basically, yeah. mainly. Oh, yeah, completely. And and when you're looking at, like, every time Gretzky's traded, you're kind of half expecting McSorley to be part of the deal at that point, right? And um, that guy was just, like, you know, constantly a thorn inside. And there was a lot of players that kind of fit that bill over their NHL career. 
Um, so the reason he's in my top five instead of just in the pile with everybody else is because he decides to use his stick as a blunt weapon and hit someone over the head with it and make them fall to the ice unconscious and maybe kill that guy. And all of us, it didn't matter if you were even a Kings fan when that happened. Everyone was like, that is not okay. That is like so not okay. So um, I just really hated that whole moment and everything about it. And I mean, just like really hope that someone like never tries anything like that again. And really glad that he got this suspension that he did for doing it. I think he missed the rest of that and the whole next season as a result of that incident. And I mean, that's the least they could have done in my opinion. Cause like, I get that you're, playing a role on a team to protect a player and be the the goon role is a real deal in the 90s and um, 80s, but, like, dude, that was way too far. Way, way, way too far. And, like, I don't know what you were thinking, and if I asked you and you said, you're right, I wasn't thinking, I'd be like, that's right, because you're an idiot, so... Yeah, dude, that's well, all about assault and battery. Oh, totally. Well, uh, sorry, sorry to almost interrupt you there, Coach, but like he, I think he almost got it went to court, and it was like the Bertuzzi case where he almost he faced felony charges almost. Yeah, that would have been interesting to actually see if that uh, if uh, there was an actual case built up on there. No, oh, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that there was. Well, I wouldn't wow. be surprised because it definitely crossed the line. Well, it almost killed him, honestly. Like that's why he, he was he was tied with Matt Cook because he damn near almost killed Bashir. Like he hit him in the temple with his stick, full fledged, and Bashir dropped backwards on the back of his head, which is one of the most vulnerable th- places. When you come back and get whiplash to hit yourself off. Yeah, that's... I mean... That's the thing that people, like, like, in other sports don't realize about hockey or... I mean, all sports have this situation, but if you're getting knocked out in a contact sport before you hit the ground of whatever sport you're playing, you've learned... You've you've lost the ability to protect yourself from that fall. Hence, most of the reason for a helmet. And so, like, yeah, then you look at the playing the surface, and it's like, well, a hardcore basketball player, that's a problem. Luckily for those guys, most of those guys aren't getting knocked out midair because that's not the sport for it. Football, 100%, but then you fall on grass or turf, which is meant to mimic the impact of grass and also help with the injury of it. So not so much. Oh, guess what hockey's made out of? a really fucking hard surface with absolutely no give to it whatsoever. And the best helmets in the league back then were getting tested as like, this is a piece of plastic between you and the ice. No concussion protocols whatsoever. So you you factor all of that into it, and it's like, let me just tomahawk the side of your head and hope you're okay. It's like, dude, no. Not going to be okay, bro. So don't do that shit. Like... You gotta be an idiot to do oh, that man. stuff, you know. Oh yeah. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, Ross, third hate, uh, well, the third most hated player. I would have to say Steve Ott, because 
That's a good one. I mean, huh? Ott's Otters? Uh, yeah, Ott's Otters. But no, Steve Ott, I cannot fucking stand him. Um, if you guys, and I know Dano or Cody, have basically watched the Ducks like through their ages and stuff. When he bit fucking, what is it, Sean Thornton's hand during a fight because he didn't want to fight him, just to see that whole entire just segue going on just like between, it didn't matter what team they were even on. They had to disdain for each other. But Steve Ott also would just bully people that were his size and just talk a bunch of shit to him. Face no repercussions because he didn't want to fight him, or he'd hit the hell out of him or slash him. But if it came to a little player, such as me, which I'm like 5'9", mm, 5'10", oh, he would just rifle the hell out of me. Like, he was a, such a bully throughout that whole throughout the whole league. Like, I cannot stand that, where you're just going and picking on just the tiny guys and, oh, well, I can pick and choose at this point. No, you're a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, he even got to rookies, too, I think, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, no, he would go up to rookies, and he would try to fucking just give them a, give them a what, a, 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 what, a what have you, basically, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, how's your father? <laughs> <laughs> how's your father? Yeah, like, when a veteran guy's going after rookies like that, just like, with the, once again... Intention to, you know, uh, intimidate, like, uh, beyond intimidate and to hurt. I mean, if, I mean, where's your honor, man? You're, you're a veteran in this league, and all you're doing is going after the young kids and the smaller guys in the league. Like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of where Sean Thornton gets pissed off about him because when he came into the league, he was 45 for the Ducks, and he got in a big old just shouting match and just a tussle with him, and, yeah, I mean, Sean Thornton's a big guy, but he ain't that big, though. So, he Ott was willing to fight him, but, yeah, I mean, the way that Ott went around that shit and just the way that he portrayed himself on the ice and to other rookie players and not on his team, I'm sure he was probably a great role model. Yeah. <coughs> Bullshit. Um, in the locker room. Um but, uh, yeah, no, I just see him as a completely useless player and just a definitely I one that I uh, will always have an animosity for. All right, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, let's go, uh, Bryce, or what, who's your third most hated player? All right, it's going to be Matthew the Chuck from the Flames. Oh. Um, oh, he's going young guns. Yeah. Young guns. Yeah, oh, he's throwing in some guys yeah. that have only been. Oh, jeez, how old are yeah. you guys? Jesus Christ. I have to. I have to, man. Um, and so I'm just looking at this guy, and you know, even his peers, the teammates he's played with, you know, even you know the guys he plays against, nobody likes the dude. Um, the guy just is kind of just a big dick, I guess, and so I mean. <laughs> It's, 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 you know, and, and even Drew Doughty, you know, even from the Kings, he had this nasty yeah, outlook against yeah, Drew Doughty yeah. a couple years ago, and it was really bad, and even Drew Doughty has said, I think he's probably much the, 
the most hated hockey player in the NHL. And I firmly believe that. And so, and so it's, it's, if it, other players feel that about you, like he might be the worst hated. I know Dick's, but you're the biggest dick of them all. And that's what he says about you. You know, I mean, I feel like that's that goes pretty far. But not only that, I mean, he's um, Matt Martin. Uh, he was on the bench last year with the fucking guy, and he drilled him and punched the guy in the face for no reason as he was skating by the bench. Just punched the guy and socked him in the face. And pretty much slapped a water bottle out of his mouth, I think. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> So um, then you look at that, it was um, he had a one-game misconduct because he instigated a brawl. And on the way out of the brawl, he took a stick and then he smacked this. He just slashed his player like across the wrist with it on the way out of the ring and got, you know, another one game suspension for that too as well. So guy has an attitude problem. You Don't know, like the guy. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what else sucks about yeah. him? Go it's, ahead, Cody. It, it's half... Oh, oh go ahead, Cody. I, I was just going to say, I got to agree. I mean, uh, Makachuk, I, I, uh, I hate him. I do like I do like how, how much he pisses off Big Daddy, but I mean, when you're going out there and you're being an agitator, and then when the guy uh, wants you to answer the bell and drop the gloves and you just turtle, you I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. You know, oh, you speared Matt Martin. That's what it was. He speared Matt Martin as he's going by the bed and just like drilled him with the butt end of the stick as he was getting by. Well, <laughs> That's it makes me wonder how good Keith the Chuck feels to release two of Satan's spawns upon hockey. So, I mean, neither one of them are good or fucking bad, but they're no. definitely a pair of assholes for well, sure. I wonder if anybody's ever told him, you're just like your father. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, maybe Domi's kid could, but that's it. <laughs> hey, hey, we all do respect. It's not out of the question that Keith Kachuk might be a Hockey Hall of Famer. So, I don't think oh, he... shut I, the fuck up, really? I don't <laughs> think he will, but he'll be on the ballot. He will, right? But uh, the, one, the one positive thing I could say about Keith, Keith Kachuk is that he wouldn't be turtling when somebody wants you to answer the bell. Right. That's all no. No, yeah, no, no, no. I think that's like one of those rules of hockey where if you're going to be dishing that shit out, you better be able to take it, right? Yeah. And, exactly. And I, I don't want to, like, premature the conversation on some other players, but, you know, one of the things that I think adds to the hatred of Kachuk is the fact that he is decently good at hockey as well like it's like he can be out there and be a fucking instigator and get under your skin and make you take a penalty and then also on the power play bury one and then like the whole situation must just really piss off like whatever team that was that it just happened to and um i know the player like that for me for years has been brad marchand as uh as a bruin so that's that's i think what adds to the fucking annoyance of these guys as well and why they rank higher is because it's like not only are you an asshole you're also like pretty fucking good at what you do so oh yeah well i guess i suppose i'll keep this one rolling uh my next my third most hated player has absolutely got to be dylan larkin oh Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. 
Good old Brian Fisher will love this one. He could probably put uh, Sidney Crosby's uh, uh, whining to shame, man. I swear. swear. No, wow. I like it. More than anything I've ever seen in my life. I I can't believe that this kid's a hockey player because he's the biggest fucking whiner I think I've ever seen in my life. One of the most one of the most bright and shining spots of my recent life was like two years ago. Like he was playing he was uh it was like after one of like his first or second year he was playing in the show and he was playing in the uh, uh WJC because he was still uh eligible and uh he got a like a full on flapper like right to the nuts. I mean, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. jewels, man. And I was elated. I loved it. It was just fantastic. Like I just cannot stand Dylan Larkin for shit. And and that's and another thing is that he'll do some like uh, slimy ass shit while he's on the bench for like uh, you know if there's. Uh, just like if there's a scrum in front of the Red Wings bench, he'll do some slimy shit, and then uh, and then the uh, the guy will take his exception to it, and uh, you know maybe uh, throw him a punch, and then he'll start bitching about it. I hate it. I can't oh, yeah. stand it, man. I cannot stand Dylan Larkin. I and and well, it doesn't help that he's on the Red Wings, but I mean, True. just as we talked about it before, you know, uh, the Avs Red Wings rivalry really isn't there anymore. But I still, Dylan Larkin. Go to hell. Well, and I always loved because because uh, you remember my buddy Brian Fisher. He's out in California working for a different company now, but he used to work with me. But he's a huge Red Wings fan, and his girlfriend uh, knows Dylan Larkin. And I was just like, oh, Cody, let's go meet Dylan Larkin and all the rest of the Avs players because fuck the Red Wings. And he's just like, no, I will tell him how much of a useless waste of space he is. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. nope, we're, we're keeping Cody out of the Red Wings locker room. We're not even going to tempt the spirits with that shit. I'd spit in his face. <laughs> can I guys, can I tell you guys a funny story kind of along those lines? It's like, I don't know if it Oh my god, is it a secret though? No, no, it's, it's kind of like... I I don't know if you guys like, uh, so I know that it was kind of funny because we were talking about just like hating on people and I don't know if Phil Kessel's going to show up on anyone's list, but just because we were talking about Larkin and the Red Wings and stuff, I thought it would be funny to tell you guys like ways that I thought it was really funny. Like one of my buddies like really hates Phil Kessel and he was on the Leafs at the time. And, like, he was uh, part of the Winter Classic, so the Leafs guys go down to Detroit to go watch the game at the Big House in Michigan. And Amanda Kessel's in the bar that they're in, and they're like, I'm going to make out with Amanda Kessel just to piss off Phil Kessel. And that's exactly Shut what he did. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, the like, there's, there's, absolutely, no, no, no. Yeah, so there's absolutely no other reason he's doing this other than just hopefully that it makes its way back to Phil and pisses him off. Dude. So he's, no. yeah. That's hilarious. 
You're gonna piss off Philadelphia. Well, think about it, because it's like you can't. That. Yeah, you can't like get to fill any other way to like make him pissed off. So I think this is a fucking hilarious. Oh, I, I, well, no. How many more burgers and hot dogs did he eat that night? That's that's the that's the that's the science behind it, there, bud. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Like, just some random guy who hates Phil Kessel. That's that's his like that's his mission. I'm gonna mack on his sister just in case he gets back to. Hey man, I. And I'm gonna. Go ahead. Oh sorry, god. Ross. No. Hey, I'm gonna make out. I'm gonna try to make out with her too and be successful. Yeah. I, I mean, jeez, old Pete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on him for actually macking down with Amanda Kessel. She's a bit of a liquor, man. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, She's, she's a great looking gal. She's her her looks are only half as good as her talents as a hockey player too, which is the scary thing. Which is, I mean, let's let's admit, I mean, I love I I wouldn't mind her dangling with my stick. Anyways, uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, Cody. All right, uh, I'm probably gonna get some flack for that one. Uh, <laughs> But I bit my tongue on my comment, so I'll let you take the fucking stage on that one, Cody. <laughs> All right, let's keep, let's keep going here. Daniel, who's the second most hated player so, ever? So, cool. I think what would be nice is before I, I go into number two, I just want to do another round of what I noticed from, like, our results on, like, from our fans and stuff and what they were chirping at us about okay. and things like that. So, like... uh like especially in this round like there's a lot of response from other podcasts that we love uh that are out there like um one of them for sure is the 131 podcast and they're like Radko Gudas yep. one they oh, there are guys in yeah. D3 college with more talent than him how he's still getting contracts is beyond me too he's pretty dirty <laughs> And like I, I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's kind of weird. He's just this big ball of mass that's out there on the ice. That I, he must make some kind of like mean casserole or something on road trips for the guys to keep getting contracts or something. <laughs> like it, you're right. I don't, I don't quite understand where the hockey skill comes into the equation here. Uh, you better make a mean frito pie, or you aren't invited. Basically. <laughs> so I just noticed that one. I I mean I can do my second, but does anyone else have another thing they want to throw in from someone well, else? Well, if you want to do your second, I mean you can, unless anybody else has one. But um, uh, go ahead. The only other one I could see is Kenny Wilt. Wilcox going, uh, going, uh, doubling down on Marshan as well. Yeah. So, I freaking hate Brad Marshan, but I also <laughs> love that he's a Canadian winning us stuff. But God, damn it! It's like, ugh, uh, it's just weird seeing him in a Boston all the time. It's it's the same with Patrice Bergeron with me, man. Like the guy has mad respect for what he does but also that's why i hate him because it's like so hard to win freaking stuff because boston's always in your way man like as long as those guys are around damn 
Ah. Yeah, I mean, Bergy, Bergy for sure. Like, probably definitely one of my, well, uh, definitely on my top favorite uh, forwards. Um, shout back to, shout out to a uh, previous episode. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, you know, getting to my number two, uh, number two, also for me, Sloppy Seconds, Sean Avery. Uh, oh, so um, reasons we're, we're I hate, <laughs> reason I hate right Sean Avery enough to make him number two, uh, because like you know, first of all, you should not be saying that kind of stuff to reporters about like oh, stuff about girlfriends and things like that. And I know you're trying to stir the pot before or after a game, but. I think he was with the Rangers at the time. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He might have been with the Stars, actually. Where uh, No, I, I think he might have been with the Rangers there, Dano. But, yeah, I, 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 the, yeah, like, but he's, he's in Calgary, and they're playing the Flames, and Dion Finos with the team as, like, I don't know, captain, maybe? I don't know. And um, he says, like, oh, yeah, like, these – these guys want my sloppy seconds because he used to date Alicia Cuthbert and she was yep. dating him at the time and stuff. Oh man. And I'm like, dude, don't say that shit. And you know, before that he was like, expect like, I know for sure it was with the Rangers. He's like this huge instigator against Martin Brodeur and doing all this stuff with that playoff series. Like, you know, the reason, like, this guy, I, I, he kind of, he's, he's interesting, too. I mean, though, like, you look at what he did, and he's like, well, there was no technical rule against what you were doing by, like, turning your back to the play and then putting your stick in his face and doing that stuff. Like, that's, <laughs> on some Thank level, kind of, like, there, clever, you know? But at the same time, like, you're an asshole, because, like... Yeah. No one like thought to do that because like they knew it was an asshole thing to do. But um, you it's know, not illegal. it's it's not illegal until like the next day, basically, and shit like that. And it kind of kind of reminds well, me of like Andrew Shaw, where he like used his head to put the puck in, and it's like, no, 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 like that's not allowed, buddy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but there's, there's something to what be said sucker? about these guys that are like get under your skin and are clever about it right and like i don't want to ever try to collude to the idea that like i'm saying like i respect what sean avery did at all ever he's an asshole (laughs) but (laughs) but there's but like that's the reason he's an asshole is because he's kind of fucking clever at what he had to do all the time and uh I just, I just think there's, as someone as clever as him, he could have kept a different boundary about what he did and kept things out of it to say that stuff in a locker room setting or uh, to do, you know, shit like what he did to Broder. You know, I just don't appreciate that stuff. And this is a subjective list. So hate on me all you want for putting him there. But at the same time, like, I'm sorry. I have certain expectations of how you play the game and, there's nothing about what he did during those times that made me respect him. So I understand he had a job to do, but go about it in a different way, you clever son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's and that's the thing about this entire episode. I mean, uh, there's going to be some people out there that are like, uh, well, I don't really like you anymore. <laughs> you know, just, just yeah, just a shout out to everybody. I mean, this, just as like Daniel said, this is a subjective list, and we're more than willing to listen to why you guys hate some of the guys, some of the players that we love the most. In fact, we we'd be more than willing to hear it. So. Just uh, just a little, uh, just a little one, uh, just a little tweet reminder, <laughs> reminder, tidbit, yeah. All right, so Ross, who you got for your second most hated player? Well, Dano took it from me as my second ah. most hated player, which was Sean Avery. Wow. I mean, you had the Alicia Cuthbert incident. You had where. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about the the waving the hands in front of Brodeur. They've made a rule about that. It's called the Avery rule. Basically. You cannot do that shit anymore. Like, legitimately. Like, that's how much this guy is hated. Like, I mean, I'm going to go with, like, everything. Because he made a leukemia comment uh, back in 2007 about a Maple Leafs tra- uh, player, uh, Jason Blake, oh, and his shit. battle with leukemia and shit. Oh, yeah, no, he got a $3,000 fine for that, about, um, give or take. Um, like, he was an agitator. He, the sloppy, once again, the sloppy seconds comment. But, no, he was an agitator on and off the ice. He loved to just get in your head, under your skin, and also in their heads as well. Oh, man. Like, so much. not even, like, after the bout, but before it and during it. And I think that's why he's, like, one of the top, basically, three hated players. Because, I mean, there was nobody that he didn't piss off, as <laughs> we once again talked about with the Brodeur fucking incident with him waving his hands in front of Brodeur and all that. Um, Because they made the Avery rule once again. Um, And, yeah, I mean, he just, yeah, he just pissed off about every person that stepped on the ice with him and therefore after. So, I mean, there's a lot to be said, but not a lot to be said because just Look it up, because he is, <laughs> he's not a fan yeah, favorite in my look. eyes. If I were to ever get him on my team, like, no. Uh, like, I would be so pissed off. Uh, definitely plenty to hate there. All right, uh, let's move it on. Uh, Bryce, what's your uh, second? Who is your mo- second most hated player ever? All right, boys. Mine's Milan Lucic. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean- I was actually quite surprised that he didn't pop up earlier in one at like one of our lists, or even, or even uh, when you know the listeners and everybody else were like uh, talking about it on Instagram. Never saw Milan Lucic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I was to you know give him you know like a like a, like a characteristic, even though someone in my if somebody in my family is like my little brother, you know, like if he's like anyone's little sibling, little brother in the, in the NHL, that's who he would be. Like I. The guy kind of fights a little bit dirty, um, and then as soon as somebody retaliates on him, he's like, oh, I'm innocent, and he kind of tries to play the victim a little bit. 
Um, but he's also faced, you know, numerous suspensions. Um, after the whistle stuff, he just punches players in the face. Like, I don't really think he has, like, a control for his arm. He just, just throws punches. Um, and he also hit a referee one time. <laughs> Not to mention that. And so, and then so I think if the what? kid, if the get yeah, and so I think if the guy had a, you know a hockey one hundred and one class he could teach, I think it'd probably also be cup checking one hundred and one because the guy likes to <laughs> spear people. <laughs> the guy likes to spear people in the nuts all the fucking time in front of the net. Um, all those little things he does, um, and and as is you know, bad sportsmanship. There's been times where I've seen you know. Uh, where he refuses to shake hands sometimes with people after Stanley Cup wins. Or not, not wins, but like after going on to the next series, he almost refuses to shake hands with people. Um, but yeah, the guy is just, you know, not one of my favorite players in just terms of his sportsmanship and the way he conducts himself. You know, honestly, and let's think about this. I mean, he hasn't even had a good season since way back in Boston, and that's been for almost forever and a day ago. And at, at this point, I think he's he's really just holding on. Uh, he's basically at a pro sports camp at this point. Yeah, and what the fuck <laughs> is up with his shoulder pads? It's like hunched back. Yeah, it really bothers me too. I did, I yeah, I'm like, what is up with your body? Oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, I'll definitely tell you that one. I mean, uh, I, the one thing I definitely remember about Lucci just taking a run at uh, Miller when Miller was coming out of the uh, coming out of the net to play the puck, and just wrecks, and Lucci just wrecks Miller so, uh, and Miller like he he's trying to be all tough, he's on his ass and he tries to swing his stick at him and he totally misses. Well, yeah, no, he, he caused Miller a concussion and all of that hoopla out of that whole entire thing. So, I mean, you can't take a run at a goal even, like, nowadays. Like, back in the day, that's kind of like a gray area. But nowadays, yeah, you can't be running at people's goalies like that, even if they're out of that crease that far. Like, I mean, come on. Uh, that's the Milan Lucic special, man. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll have to agree with you there, on, uh, there, Brad. All right, I'm going to move this one right along. And, uh, my uh, second most hated uh, player has got to be Austin Watson. Oh. Oh, wow. I'll be interesting to hear why you think so, because I wonder oh, if it's all right. on the ice related or not. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, uh, the numerous domestic abuse assault there we uh, go. charges, uh, that's just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. A, you're a professional hockey player. Uh, you know, in, in all any case, no matter what, what kind of like pro sport you play, when you're out there beating the shit out of your girlfriend and you uh, come on the ice and try to act like a tough guy, give me a fucking break. You're a joke and you shouldn't even be in the league. Totally. Fuck that guy. Uh, that's all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, and he plays this tough guy role, like he's uh, he's really gonna go out there. But how tough are you when you're uh, when you're when you go home and you're beating on your girlfriend? You fucking pussy. Again, given another chance after that obvious stuff too, and I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, I and I. So for me, I got no time of day for that kind of shit. I really don't. And. That's my, uh, and that's really all I really want to say about it is just 
You want to act like a man, be a man, and don't fucking hate women. A hundred percent. I mean, that's like, I mean, come on, dude. Uh, domestic, domestic abuse. That's nothing to fuck with. I mean, so many people. I and I mean, in any sense, you know, it could be a woman hitting a man, a man hitting a woman. No matter what, it's uh, there's no fucking place for that in in our society. And the fact that he's been given numerous chances, uh, it just makes me sick. Yeah, I mean, it is. Go ahead, Bryce. Anger from your yeah, thank you. Uh, anger from your work life shouldn't go into your home life. You know, just because you get to have fights in sports doesn't mean it should be involved in your home life. So, agreed. No, not about it. Shouldn't have ever happened. So, yeah. Num- uh, number two for me is Austin Watson. Uh, all right. Uh, are we ready for uh, <laughs> top most hated players? Uh, I think we are. Yeah. Everybody take a deep breath and let's get into it. <laughs> All right, Daniel, start us up. All right. You hate the most. Uh, Well, the point at the end of this segment is to make you think about if you should hate this player too. Uh, Not only do I hate this player, I want everyone to somewhat think about what this player has meant now that they know this story. So uh, I hate Marc Messier. And uh, it's All right. with respect. And and also, like, just people need to know the whole story about Marc Messier, not just, like, the amazing hockey player that he, he totally is. And um, he ranks up there as the top player in goals and assists and therefore points. And he won cups in Edmonton with Gretzky, but also after he left, uh, he then also uh, won a cup in New York and delivered them a cup after decades of drought and, you know, promising things in game sevens and hat tricks and stuff like that. And like, or maybe it was a game six hat trick. doesn't matter. The point is like guy is, money like the moose you know he's a good hockey player one of the greatest in nhl history he's also an asshole though like he's totally a dick and uh i i think if what was going on in his career was going on like before all these cup wins and accomplishments that I just listed, I don't think this ever happens, but you know, I'm a Canucks fan and you kind of like put a test in front of a Canucks fan and it's like, fill in the blank, fuck. And it's the answer is Mark Messier. Like, and, and it's cause like, we just don't really like what he did for the Canucks at all. In, in any capacity ever and um it really pisses us off because you know we could hate a player for like getting in the way of a cup win um which he totally did because he was the reason well not only but partially and significantly that the Canucks don't win in 94 in the cup and in that game seven and just that series in general, cause he's a good player. So we could, we could hate him for that. Right. But we hate him because the 
douchebag like later on like only a couple years later after that like he somehow gets involved with coming to Vancouver after Mike Keenan who coached him in New York is the coach in Vancouver and brings him in and um, gets this guy to try to be maybe the missing piece that the Canucks are you know needing to win their cup and the dude just goes on to be like well I mean first off he's it's like a guy who's like into jerseys and history of the Canucks like you don't take number 11 uh in it was unofficially retired by them in 74 after the death of Wayne Mackey from brain cancer and it's like one thing to be like totally like oh oh I'm so sorry had I known that I never would have asked but he actually was told by the Mackey family like dude don't do this don't take this and he's like, screw you. Like, I'm, I'm doing it anyway. And it's like, so, like, like what? what? Right? Like, that's not cool. Um, then, like, you have to respect the fact that for years, Trevor Linden is, like, a huge part of everything that's Vancouver. And during this mess that he's involved, he's no longer the captain of the Canucks. It becomes Mark Messier. Trevor Linden gets traded to the New York Islanders because during this situation, it's very much agreed upon that somehow Messier and Keenan are related to and responsible for that situation. And it's like, dude, you don't do these things. And, and what tops it all off and makes it really just like hard is like you have a Mark Messier leadership award in the NHL. And you're like, these are not the qualities of a leader later in an NHL career. So it's just like so effing frustrating to deal with this guy and like good player, but Oh my God, I hate him so much for everything Canucks related so much. So that's it. My thing. I mean, it's. I mean, to take it, uh, you know, to take a, uh, a number that uh, from a, a player that's been passed away, and the family's even asking you to not take it out of respect for the dead. I mean, but you still insist upon. I. I just. I. I. You know that. Uh, that. I, I lost a lot of. Uh, I really lost a lot of respect for Messi after I heard that. Actually. Because we had talked about that on uh, uh, the Hockey Jersey uh, Addicts podcast as well. Yep. It's just not cool, man. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, 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 at some point, you, you know, you, like, you don't have any respect for, you know, uh, people who've passed away and the wishes of, their bere- of the bereaved. I mean, give me a break. That's all. I mean, and, I mean – Pushing Trevor Linden out? Trevor Linden. I mean, he is right. Mr. Uh, Vancouver yeah. Canucks. So, I mean, I, I, I'd i like to say I'm surprised, but in some in some capacity, I'm really not that surprised. Yeah, man. 
No, I'm not surprised at all with that, Daniel, uh, at all. Um, he should have just kept, like, the sacredness of that number and just went with the actual family's wishes on not wearing it at all. Yeah. I mean, you can't wear you can't wear one or twenty one for a few years. Like, does that number really need to be that important to you? No. To go against the wishes of a bereaved family, I I don't know. That's just my that's my opinion. So that one was deep. (laughs) It was very deep. Uh, Let's let's uh let's go to Ross. Who's your most hated player, man? Well, I'd have to say Todd Bertuzzi, honestly. Um, I mean, we, once again, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, that uh, he was still booed in Anaheim for what he did with to Steve Moore. Um, and, like, basically what he did is he, there was a good, somewhat clean hit on Nasland. And it made him concussed basically for three games, from what I understand. And Bertuzzi just came through with a, yeah, a punch to the face and he knocked down and he drug him out, yeah, of the game completely. So I just don't agree with how he ended somebody's career. And I my hat's off to Dominic, his brother, if I'm right in that aspect, that uh, he didn't go after him when he played for Tusi and shit like that. Because, I mean, he ended his brother's career with an orbital. He broke his orbital. He gave, yeah, there was countless countless things that were wrong with Steve Moore after that. And it oh, went on to a... Injuries. Oh, yeah, well, and it went into a four-month-long uh, investigation even after that. So, and the thing is also is Todd Bertuzzi, they've asked him about the situation here recently. He shows no remorse whatsoever. Bill, to this day. I mean, you, uh, you, you just got to be, you got to be, you know, a, a malicious kind of person and not even feel a little bit of remorse for that. I mean, you look at the, you look at the, you look at the footage, it's, it is just, it's devilish the way, the way he just jams that man's, uh, Moore's neck into the ice. And then he's uh, on top of him and still sucker punching him. Like just, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, that's, I mean, I was going to throw that on there, but I mean, uh, throw, throw it on mine, but I mean, uh, obviously twice already, so I, I've got I've got one that uh, I'm going to change up for my third one. But yeah, I just, I, 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 I've got no respect for that. I think we've uh, already said it uh, all before. There's just no room uh, room for that kind of stuff in the game. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, 
that guy, uh, uh, Steve Moore, had a very promising career with the Avalanche and everything, and I'm not doing it because I'm an Avs fan or anything like that. But it's just, I personally saw that, and that was like such an atrocious and just, I don't know, just, it wasn't a methodical play on his part. And he tears were fake. Oh, well, and yeah, they they were <laughs> fake, but it wasn't it wasn't methodical at, like at all the way that he went about it and his yeah, is I guess what I won't want to say um his just persona after that basically is just lackluster and yeah, he should, yeah. I, I, I don't know why he remained in the league. I mean, when the Ducks got him, when the Red Wings got him. I mean, shit, we even boo his, what is it, his, his nephew or some, some yeah. shit? I don't even care yeah. at this point. Tyler, Tyler but on the Yeah. The annoying and thing he is, is he was like a still. really effing good player too, man. Like. Oh yeah, I no, really, which really I'm not doubting that. Having like Morrison, Bertuzzi, and Naslin like running show for the Canucks, like you just it, you just can't look past an incident like that and still cheer for a guy like that. Like it's just no. not. Oh it's no, unforgivable. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because it's. I mean, it's. Night and day difference, and I'm going to compare that to Scott Stevens' hit on Korea. Korea didn't have his head up. I agree with that. A hundred percent. Was it a dirty hit? Nowadays, hell yeah. But back in the day, it was like, oh, shrug that off. But what hockey. Bertuzzi <laughs> did was blatant. It was methodical. That wasn't and hard. No. It was not hockey at all. Yeah, I mean, I I think we've definitely uh, narrowed out, uh, nailed uh, Todd uh, Todd Bertuzzi down as a pretty hated guy, at least in our circle, eh? Oh yeah. Hey. yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Bryce. Uh, what, who's your most hated guy? All right. So this has nothing to do with his skill but his character off the ice. So I'm going to look at Patrick Kane. Um, oh, you yeah. Know, oh, shit. So this has nothing to do with his skill level or his Stanley Cup winnings, anything like that. And he, the guy is a great hockey player. Um, but, you know, I think with great power comes great responsibility. And I think that, you know, if you're a professional athlete, uh, especially in the U.S., you know, you shouldn't be going around and even arguing over it with a cab driver, you know, what your your fee is, right? Like, if you have the money to pay the, the cab fee, pay the cab fee. So there was an incident where he uh, ended up uh, punching a cab driver. Uh, him and his brother were both there, and they both pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, and they were given additional char- conditional charges. Um, and then a few years later, there was an incident where Patrick Kane was um, in – uh, allegations of rape were set against him, and regardless yeah. of 
where he was at at the time, the fact that you were there in the situation and that th- these accusations were pressed against you um, says enough to me um, in terms of, you know, what your character is off the ice. So, again, great hockey player makes bad decisions off the ice just based on what he thinks his power is as an athlete. I couldn't agree more. I mean, uh, one, I mean, seriously, cold talking a cab driver, when you're making millions of dollars anyway, and you're, you're hey, the over, like, give me a break. And then, yeah, then, and then almost two years later, you've got rape allegations about you. Give me a break, man. You act, act like a professional. Just like, just like how, you know, my, my whole slight against Austin Watson. It's like, there's no room for that. Well, and, like, even, like, with, like, if you're going to go along those lines, like, basically athletes like Brian Locke and stuff like that, they should be reprimanded for their fucking, their actions, basically, and not just, like, oh, tossed by the wayside. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. He's a professional athlete. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty ridiculous how a lot of these athletes just get slapped on the wrist when like regular people like you and I say if we cold cocked a cabbie we'd probably be in jail for assault. Oh yeah, easily. Well, I mean, I I agree I with mean, you I'll guys. Give you, I'll give I, you one thing. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, ever since then, his behavior has calmed down. But I mean. Is that because he's had to, or is, or has he learned? Has he truly learned and grown up? I don't know. Or are these just the things that he's only been caught doing? Yeah, that too. I mean, for sure. Well, I I was gonna say those are fair questions to ask because of his previous behavior. We also don't know any of those answers, so it's it's hard to say. But I agree, they're worth asking. I, I think what I was going to say is just like around his behavior, he needs to understand he's like in a, in a spotlight and has a, has a responsibility. Um, I also just wanted yeah. to say like people like him and Watson, you know, if they are coming from a cycle of abuse, like, I would like to see that part of the story be told in conjunction with what's going on so that people better understand that these situations come from, you know, repeated use or family situations. And I am saying that not knowing if that's what happened with Watson or Kane in their families in any way that contributed to what they just did. But I am asking for, you know, I realize that we're really harsh on these guys and it's kind of warranted because, dude, like none of what they did is okay. Um, But there's a responsibility of us, like as a podcast, you know, doing a good job reporting and then also like the people that report these stories, like make sure you you show like if you can, like, more about the story. And the reality is, like, you're not going to get these athletes to say they're 
family history to you. So it's it's just important that we're like totally, totally transparent when we say stuff like, you know, this is not cool. Because it isn't. It absolutely isn't. Um, and no. they, they never deserve a pass for anything that's going on. Uh, we're just trying to figure out sometimes like why they could be this way. And for a lot of us, I think it's worth saying like, it's because these guys are assholes and other times it's a little bit harder to figure out, but it doesn't excuse their behavior ever because it's fucking ridiculous. Well, it's like, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Um, the Kings player that, uh, got charged for, you know, a bunch of coke at NHL oh, Mike Richards. Awards. Oh, yeah, Mike Richards. Yep. It was Mike Richards and, like, a few other players and shit like that. And it's like, dude, there's no room, no wiggle room at all to even, like, try to pull that off right. with the NHL. Truth. Why? Yeah. Why? But then again, I mean, that just goes back to what, you know, Daniel's saying. I mean, um, you know, what are, what are these guys' pasts like? Are, have, have they been abused themselves? Do they have uh, substance problems? I mean, you look at, uh, you look at like, some cases like, I mean, Bob Probert and just recently, Great. like, yes. Colin Wilson. Colin Wilson had OCD so bad that he would retie his skate so many times that his uh, hands would be bloody or bloody. So he, you know, uh, relied. Uh, so he turned to, you know, um, uh, prescription medicine use to uh, to kind of remedy a the pain and just like all the insane stuff that was going through his mind. You know, it. it I I do I do see where uh, Daniel is coming. Where you got to kind of like look at it both ways. But I mean, uh, yeah, and like the things they have done are you know they it's not that great, and they don't get a passport. I mean, nobody should get a pass. But yeah, it's uh, uh I I fully agree with Daniel. Like we 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 just want to sit here and look at like some of these guys just as straight dicks. But, <laughs> Sometimes there is more to it. Yeah, but uh, I think we can all agree. Like, actually, I wanted to ask you guys because you brought up uh, Darren McCarty. You know, when you were talking about like hated players and who you think about during that rivalry. <coughs> um, like, would it would it be like if you asked? Like Red Wings fans, would the answer be Claude Lemieux, like without fail? Oh, easily. Oh, easily, because he was definitely a hated player. Because he was an agitator. I feel like that's the overwhelming favorite too, because that was a rivalry that lasted a while. And I'm trying to think of like who the most hated Red Wing was, and I think it would be harder to pick that than if you ask Red Wings who's the most hated avalanche, because it would be like Claude Lemieux. Done. Like, next question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and that's just because of his animosity towards people and just players and shit like that. Because he played that way in New Jersey when he won both, the, uh, I think he won two cups in there. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going after a guy who made his living off of that. 
But for what he did to Chris Draper, that's uncalled for. Oh, yeah. Like, like the fucking bloody fucking teeth in the corner boards or whatever. Oh, oh dude. Oh, yeah, no. They, they call that the... The su- the Sunday bloody Sunday. Oh, dude. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when that it happened on the Sunday. But, yeah, no, I mean, that was one thing that Claude was known for, just for I... that. It wasn't like his whole entire game aforementioned to that, basically. I think that's my honorable mention. I can definitely mention. tell you, I... Um... I actually used to date like a pretty hardcore Ruggings fan, and uh, her and her family absolutely hated Peter Forsberg too. Oh, really? Oh yeah. But was it? But like I that think, guy wasn't that really was just more... an asshole. He was just really fucking good, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was like I was like, which is okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, he wasn't a cheap player. I mean, he just scored on you guys all the time. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. Fuck <laughs> but, yeah, I love all that. All right, I'm going to round this one out. I'm going to round this one out, and I think I think at least you guys will at least have a laugh with this one. Um, so, my uh, most hated player of all time is none other than Jeremy Roenick. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Do it! Oh, Do yes. It. Bring it. Bring it. I cannot fucking stand Jeremy Roenick. I mean, probably one of the most cocky, most underrated, uh, overrated Preach. fucking pieces of shit out there. I, I can't hear him because I got two Stanley Cup rings in my ears. So That was probably one of the funniest things. Fucking greatest burn in hockey history right there, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, and that was like... Right after, like, he'd won his, uh, Wild won his third one with the Avalanche and shit like that, oh. so. <laughs> All right, but Cody, you're just, like, oh, you're just getting on top of the soapbox. Continue, because I fucking love this answer. Oh. All right. Uh, okay, so, A, one of the mouthiest, like, uh, overrated players, like I said, I mean, the, the he never took anything seriously. A, and, and people tout him out, and, like, it, like he's supposed to be. Some like uh, American answer to fucking hockey. <laughs> when uh, yeah, he, he had a pretty he had some pretty good fucking seasons in in Chicago, but then after that, where he goes, uh, L.A. fucking Arizona and does Flyers. that shit. Uh, yeah, and, and the fly. Well, he had a, he had a, some okay seasons in, in Philly too. Yeah, but after that, jack shit. You're not a good hockey player. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not considering myself a Jesus of hockey or anything. I'll tell you right now. I was a fucking beer league hockey player, but this guy acts like he's a fucking king shit of absolutely everything. And then when he's a, and then like when he retires and becomes this this like sports announcer, he's just some jackass running around all doing all this like silly shit all the fucking time and doing stupid ass shit that NBC feels is absolutely necessary. To fucking show, yeah. I'm trying to watch a fucking hockey game. Fuck Jeremy, like, fuck all the stupid shit that he's doing. He's a fucking moron, and you know what? He's a fucking. I just, oh. I just cannot stand yes. fucking Jeremy. Rennick. Oh yes, and bring I it. Want him to oh. Shut the fuck up and fucking quit. Get out of the public eye and fuck off. Oh yes, Cody. 
Yes. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Uh, and that stupid shit. Uh, and that stupid tell shit it. about him, like uh, tell it. Uh, throwing that tweet out about uh, uh, Willie Nylander when he signed, uh, when he held out for so long. To take oh God. Out. Okay. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Preach, brother. Wait. Can we? Preach. Like, oh, well, back. Well, back in my day. We used to, uh, we used to blah 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 have some integrity when we're signing contracts. Like, didn't you hold out for like uh, five million dollars for one year in L.A. when you scored exactly. like three goals and ten assists? You fucking exactly. Idiot. <laughs> uh, you know. So yeah, fuck or or <laughs> or how about the fact that like the oh man. I don't. I don't even know what level of ego and mental gymnastics will prompt you, <laughs> after being fired from your job, to sue the company that fired you over reverse <laughs> discrimination because you were fired for being heterosexual. Jesus effing Christ, get like off your horse. And oh my god, like what the fuck <laughs> are you thinking, man? Like Like the ad the audacity is just insane on this guy. Really yeah. Is. Well and I mean, don't get me wrong, like he did some shit with the Hawks and all of that, but I mean after that his fucking career petered off and then Oh, everybody listened to JR. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's is he's the worst commentator that you could ever listen to. You know what's weird is like I know he's hilarious from watching old Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'em VHS videos from a kid. Like dude <laughs> dude has like some of the best chirps in the NHL. Like I think he's fucking hilarious, but at the same time, like what the fuck? are you doing thinking like you are going to win any kind of like I, Bryce you're you're a, you're a multi-sport guy like is he is is his mindset is he like the Pete Rose of the NHL <laughs> I'm not sure he's like the Pete oh, Rose of the NHL wow. I mean fuck I don't know my, uh, I'm not sure if it's Pete Rose it could be like I'm not trying to compare him to MJ because he's not MJ compared, but I'm just saying it'd be like trying to see someone so great at one sport, try to move on to something similar and totally fail at it. Like, so it's kind of it's exactly what you're looking like. So I couldn't really put a comparison. Maybe so but I could say yeah, he, he probably could be the Pete Rose if if that's okay. I can't think of anybody way to do that. I I should have I should have prefaced it from being like Pete Rose still has like an insane amount of skill compared to Jeremy Roenick in their respective sports. Like Pete Rose has like the hitting record and shit. Like this dude is untouchable. Right. But what I mean is like from an ego inflation point of view, I look at like Pete Rose as this guy that's like demanding way more respect than he deserves in certain circles and continually like advocates for it and i see jeremy ronick as that kind of guy too clearly clearly i mean this guy's ego is so big it 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 fills up the room like there's no there's no room for anybody else in the conversation when jr is in the conversation 
when when Jr. is talking, everybody should be listening. Him that wet look, like he just got out of the shower or something. What is that? God damn it! I just I I think the guy's a joke. I mean, like, like I said, I'm so glad I like you know and. Obviously, I'm up on a high horse. Like you know, I it's not that it's not that I've got it all my damn my damn self. I mean, but I mean this guy, I, he just gets on my nerves so much, I, and I don't think I've ever had anybody else just drive me this insane. I I no I I agree with you, Cody. Because like, I mean, yeah, he's done some shit in hockey, but that's with only a. Like not even a handful of franchises. He was a journeyman for most of his career, so he needs to just sh- just shut up. Basically, at this yeah. point, like after like his Hawks and all of that. So it's not like he's almost like had to put the team on his shoulders. Ever like the great one or Messi ever had to. He just kind of had a great bunch of like guys around him that made him look really good. God, uh, Gretzky way. didn't even a... need that. He just fucking yeah. pranced around the ice, and he just shot it, and it fucking went in, dude. Like, no. It, it, he was a pre-Madonna before Madonna was even fucking... Pre-Madonna. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was a Pantene Pro-V of all Pantene Pro-Vs, and Cody will agree with me on that, and I'm just, I'm not putting words into your mouth, bud, but, yeah, no, you will agree with me on that, because he was the Pantene Pro-V of all Pantene Pro-Vs, just to start that whole entire, like, state of hockey, basically, off, basically. That's, uh, I'm just... All I'm gonna say, he's he, he's never been uh he's uh he's not a has been he's a never was that wants to think he was. God, straight from the horse's mouth. So I'll tell you what, man. I I think uh I think we've uh we've broken this thing down pretty well. Um. Anybody else uh, have anything to offer before we start with shout-outs or anything like that? No, uh, not, 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 not I. I said the guy who, who was handsome. All right, well. Um, oh, my God, thank you. That's the only, uh, I think that's the only nice thing I've said tonight on this episode. And I'll take it. But thank you so much, Cody. Because I don't get that at all. Uh, well, just, just before we start uh, start the shout outs, I do I do just want to say to all the listeners out there, this is we are by no way trying to talk shit about your team or your players or anything. This is a subjective list that we just wanted to do to kill some time and to have a good hockey chat with. So, oh, what are you fucking knows. talking about? Everyone needs to know Mark Messier is a piece of shit. Yeah, I meant. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. If that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. I meant what I said. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, 
Daniel's like, fight me, Messier fans. Yeah, come I, on. I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, in that case, uh, Daniel, why don't you start us off with some shout-outs? <laughs> hey, you know, um, I just want to say, you know, chances are this is airing around uh, Christmas, and um, whether or not you celebrate Christmas, it's the holiday season, and I just want to wish everyone a holiday season that's filled with lots of uh, safety and healthiness and hope everyone's doing great. And um, I know that this pod was partially started out of the crazy pandemic that we've been in and we're gearing up for the end of uh, 2020. I think this might be the last episode we air in 2020. So, you know, I just want to say congrats to all of us for making it through it and thanks so much for the support um you know cody and i and bryce and ross we look at the numbers and how much listens we're getting and um it's growing and it's growing great and we just really want to say thank you for how it's been going and um really appreciate the community and what it means um, to all of us. So on behalf of myself uh, and and the rest of you guys for, you know, just sharing in the sentiment of the community growth this last year, I just want to say big shout outs and thanks. So appreciate you all. Here, here. All right, Ross, what do you got there, buddy? Well, I mean, I'd like to shout out to all of our fans that have been, you know, headstrong and just um, just keeping at it and uh, listening to our episodes, um, that's great. It means a lot to, I know, me and everyone else on the podcast, um, but yeah, um heading into this last few weeks, basically. <laughs> it's been an amazing ride. Um, I mean, it's been an awesome, awesome way to, I don't know, just, um, how do I want to put it, boys? I don't know. Uh, utilize our time, basically. Because um, I know Cody and I would hang out, watch hockey games all the time, and I mean, Dano, you and I just talk hockey jerseys all the time, Bryce, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you are getting into the scene, and I just want to bring you deeper and deeper in, um, <laughs> and uh, no, I, I, I love all of you, um, and all of our fans for just, just the aspect that we can bring to the the hockey talk and just our ideas and stuff um it's just great um i can't speak enough i'm sorry i'm at a loss for words because yeah um it's it's been a great ride it's been a awesome time and i'm just glad to know each one of our guests and just yeah how deeply of a relationship that we have uh, grown over the last few months with 
most of them. So, yeah, thank you all. And um, I want to give a shout-out to My Beer Nation and Dog Nation for sure. Um, My Beer Nation has an awesome app, and you can track all your beers and all that stuff on there. And Dog Nation, because, I mean, God, they've helped out the hockey community out in Colorado so much. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you lead it off here, Bryce. Right on, right on. Um, first and foremost, uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Dog Nation. Uh, a couple weeks back, I got to go with Cody to a Red Rocks event uh, where we got to give this uh, guy, Jonathan, a check. And so I really didn't get to know what Dog Nation was about and um, really see it uh, from my own two eyes until I was able to see Cody um, and John and Marty and what they do. So, yeah, big shout-out to uh, my Dog Nation uh, John, if you're listening to you as well, um, a big shout out to, you know, the boys right here. Uh, it's been a crazy year. I've been so happy you guys have brought me on and taught me what you have and just allow me to talk hockey with you because I love talking hockey with the boys. Um, my Beer Nation, uh, Cody, my friends, family, the listeners, um, thanks so much. Cheers, buddy. You're, uh... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just going to round it off. You know, lately I've been struggling, so I just want to say uh thank you to my pops and april and all the boys on the bench all the help and a big shout out to Tuesday and mike portillas uh they're, they're incredible people and hopefully they're listening so and other than that i just want to thank everybody listening and hopefully we have some fans after this one <laughs> uh, but, uh, but uh as for uh 2020 i sincerely say Fuck you. Let's get into 2021, boys. Fuck you, 2020. <laughs> well, Don't count your eggs before hey, they hatch, there, know, boys. That's know. all I have to say. Totally. But let's keep a let's keep a very positive, uh, you know, aspirations towards this year for sure. <laughs> all right. So, without further ado, V uh, Horse. Aviento. Salute. Avidasen. We'll see you in the next year, bitches. Let's try the damn thing, see what happens.